This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Wrist straps to heart monitors. We have discussed the impact of trackers. But how can a ring track some of the most important data we often neglect? We were talking about that on the show. Race and ethnicity has been an obstacle for a lot of coaches in the past. But why has this coach opened up the gates for a lot of people? We're also talking about the halftime show Pulse 95 Radio Fantasy Football, which a lot of people have been dropping me messages saying, Omar, what should we do? You know, I'm not doing that great. (laughs) I'm not doing that great either. But I'm the best at giving advice that I don't follow. And I'm going to be doing that today on the show as well. So make sure you stay tuned for the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time And now I can feel the vibes Now I can hear myself Thanks uh, Shout out to R as well as in the studio with me What's up my guy Alright cool So hey listen Yeah you're right Mustafa It is show 298 We're almost there at 300 And I can't wait To share with you What's happening this week Because we've got a lot of good stuff happening One of the guys I actually look up to In the fitness industry Two time best selling See I, I was happy with the one time best selling <laughs> best-selling author on uh, on Amazon. I was happy with one. This guy's got two. So, hey, I'm going to bring him on the show for 300. Brian Keane's going to be on the show later on this week. And you know what? It's a big deal because that guy is, is the real deal. Um, okay, right. So, uh, how, how am I doing? Well, I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm very, very happy to be seeing you guys here. I see the, the familiar faces in the room, which again makes my Saturday on point. Uh, and Dalal says, hi, bro. Musab sending you love and the whole family, my guy. Okay, right. So, when we think of trailblazers, a lot of things here now especially if you grew up outside of the uae when you grow up outside of the uae sometimes you get to experience things that are quite challenging if you are not of the majority race or ethnicity and culture now it happens as well in the uk but it happens well in the us and what i mean by that is sometimes your uh, qualities are not as appreciated because of let's say uh, the color of your skin or uh, your beliefs or your religious uh, you know, beliefs as well. So the reason why I'm saying this is because sometimes people who actually do break you know, this stigma and break the, 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 the idea of not being able to reach the top because of you know, these obstacles that they face set a huge trail for a lot of other up-and-coming coaches. And this guy is uh, Rob- Roberto Saleh. You know, you see the little mix in names here. Roberto Saleh is the first Muslim head coach in the NFL. Now, I've always been obsessed with, like, what happens in the NFL regarding the coaching, the tactics, the conditioning. I love that kind of stuff. But why is this a big deal? Because for many years, we've kind of, and we, we're starting to see it now in the new generation, we're starting to kind of recognize that there are opportunities for all sorts of people from different backgrounds, ethnicities, cultures, etc., etc., to be able to, to compete at the top. Now, why is this a big deal? Because this guy here, who is 
uh, Maria sent me this actually. Um, Roberto uh, Robert Saleh is the first Muslim head coach in the NFL, and he says it's a humbling experience. The new head coach of the New York Jets is making history as the first Muslim American to lead the team in the National Football League. Saleh is also the third Arab American NFL head coach, joining Abby Gibron and Rich Rich Kotite, according to American Arab Dis- uh, Anti Discrimination Committee. If I can get my words out of my mouth. Um, the Lebanese-American said in his introductory news conference on Thursday, it was humbling to be the first Muslim head coach in NFL history, especially back home where I'm from. Um, there's a lot of pride, so it's a very humbling experience. Th- these are the things now that sometimes people don't realize how much of a big deal it is for this guy to be making these kind of moves and more important, be vocal about it. Because for a lot, of, a lot of times we heard and saw different people that were perhaps not able to speak out about their beliefs or or how they feel about their religion or things like that. And that's why sometimes they might even be seen as outcasts when they do stuff like that. And slowly, even though people don't admit it, they get kind of pushed to the side. And for me, that's why when I saw this profile, I thought i, I got to talk about it because I think I've had personal experiences as well growing up in the UK where, let's say, you know, um, what's the right way to say it? Let's say uh, not nice things were said, unpleasant things were said about where I come from or, um, or being a Muslim, etc. Now, again, I'm not saying that one religion is for everyone, but just in terms of respect, in terms of being able to, to just get on and base it on ability and quality rather than where you're from. This was kind of something where maybe it's a lack of education and it's not just in one place, it's everywhere around the world, you know, or maybe it's just awareness. And I think... Uh, and I think just with those people that were making those kind of comments, it wasn't something that was very nice. And then in the end, it kind of stays with you. Now, when you grow old and you become a coach or you just, just work with different people, you kind of respect their background. You respect where they come from because everyone has their own story to tell. So where I'm going with this basically now is with this guy actually stepping in the NFL. Now, what it does is, especially in the US, you know, under, I, I never like talking about politics, but under like the different, uh, you know, um, political leaders they have, there's there's different factors in there and 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 that's why now by him stepping in there i don't think it's going to be especially with a name like saleh it's especially having that kind of name in america where people already look at you and go well he's not mexican and he's not south american so therefore you know he might be a different country might be arab there's a sensitivity with that him being able to take on new york jets from his qualities and being able to step foot in there and be able to speak about it is massive, huge, huge deal. So shout out to Roberto Saleh for being the first Muslim head coach in the NFL. But coming up next, how can a ring be the tool that helps you regulate your fitness goal? We've talked about trackers, we've talked about apps, and I'm sure Omnia Saleh and Hani Burkis will love this segment because this could be the game changer in getting you back on track. Stay tuned for more on The Only Place to Be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Mustafa, go call the police, man. Listen to this tune. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice drive! It's 
It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, coming everything sport international local. Happy Saturday to everyone. Hope I'm sending you good vibes and energy wherever you're tuning around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Charger Broadcasting Authority. If you're chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube, or even if you're showing love on the Instagram, like I'm getting at the moment. Now, I feel, I feel good, man. This is great. But... But you know, and the funny thing is, I said to Omnia Saleh and Hani Bilqis, and boom, they showed up in the Instagram. I wish I, I wish I asked for, I don't know, <laughs> something else. I might have got it. Okay, cool. So, um, can a ring be the tool that helps you regulate your fitness goals? You're probably thinking, Omar, what are you talking about? <laughs> we often struggle with recovery, relaxing, rejuvenating our bodies after we get through work. You're, if you've got a family, you're looking after your family. If you're training, you're exercising, you're putting a lot of stress on your body. But there's this thing at the moment now where it's actually been around for a while, but I've actually been exploring it a lot more recently. And it's called the Aura Ring or Aura Ring. I mean, it's spelled Aura, but I think it's Aura. The Aura Ring. Now, what is this and why is it, why is it good? So the thing about the Aura Ring again is it actually highlights, and I'm all, I'm all for it data and application and technology yeah omni i see and um for me it's really key to be able to kind of monitor these things and see where i'm at what kind of how my sleeping patterns are what am i kind of doing that needs a bit of tweaking and this is something that in terms of heart rate variability in terms of tips for better and deeper sleep um, the complete guide to really trying to work on something that sometimes you might not have full control on. And for the health and fitness segment this week, that's something I kind of wanted to share with you guys because it's, you know, how much can we rely on data and how much can we rely on information that comes from technology? Because sometimes it can be quite obsessive. Like I know for a fact I've tried I mean everything even uh, you can see now I'm not wearing a device but even when I had like one of those um, wristbands and it was for a particular brand and I signed up for it and I was really excited I went three to six months and it lasted me two months to be honest but there again I I batter these things I really do put myself through you know different types of exercises and all that and this had to go through it with me so eventually it just didn't like me it didn't work um the thing about the O-ring, now I don't have an aura ring on and I'm not someone who has, has used it yet. So I'll be very interested to see what you guys think if you do use it. Um, does it work? Is it something you'd recommend? 4215 at the Salat or do or slide into my DMs at, um, at Omar Al-Dru on Instagram. I see I even forgot my own name <laughs> on there. Omnia is saying, um, she's saying uh, it actually helped to detect COVID-19 with many patients before they even had any symptoms just by looking at their disturbed sleeping patterns and heart rate. See what I mean? Omnia, do you want to come co-host? <laughs> no, but the O-ring again. So, and by the way, it's not it's not cheap either. When you go on the website, you can go pay up like hundreds of dollars for it. It's, it's not light. So it's, it's an investment, you know? So is it worth the investment? I guess if she's saying that, you know, uh, Omnia knows her stuff, so that would be one thing. And the Aura combines advanced sensor technology and minimal design with an easy-to-use mobile app to deliver precise, personalized health insights straight from the most reliable source, your body. That's what it says. It also has one of the, it's uh, one of the only wearables that measures temperature directly from your skin. Interesting. Um, see, now, this stuff makes me want to go get one. I don't know. Um, I think more than anything, I think it's... It helps you with your potential for three simple scores, readiness, sleep, and activity. And while you're awake, Aura 
captures data that reflects your activity and movement. When you're sleeping, Aura captures meaningful data as nighttime is the best opportunity to get an accurate reading on your overall health as your body is in a more consistent state. I believe in what that, that means. I believe in what that's saying. But do you guys... What's the difference between, let's say, an Aura ring and the Whoop strap, for example? Which, by the way, like, I don't know. It didn't work for me. But what what's the difference between that and that? And also nowadays and again omnia and hani you guys are in the room you can kind of see what i'm talking about nowadays the applications are taking over so even the simple you know um sleep cycle app that you can have on your phone i use that it tells you what the percentage of your sleep is and what kind of deep sleep even even if you snore or you talk or, or whatever it records it that's kind of freaky but that, that, that does that um What's the difference between that and something like an O-ring, for example? Omnia is saying, in my opinion, I feel like it's more accurate than any other wrist wearable. Oof. Omnia, do you, uh, do you have one? <laughs> you can have, do you have one you can let me borrow? Um, it would compete with the heart rate monitor, though. It would or it wouldn't, Omnia? Let me know. Okay, have you guys used the Aura Ring? And if so, is it something that you work? It says here it measured daily, uh, during daily activity levels, calories, steps, inactive times, and naps. I'm very intrigued by this now. Very, very intrigued by this. But if you guys have used it, text me on 4215. It's a lot or do. Okay, coming up next, we are talking about um, the Pulse95 halftime show uh, fantasy football league that we got. And people have been asking me questions. Now, like I said, I'm great at giving the advice. But my team is not doing that well. Right, let's take a break. Mustafa, I'm going to keep these tunes coming for you, my man. Enjoy this. It's that Michael Jackson and Justin Timberlake. Here you go. This is the halftime show with Omar Aduri on Oh, he loves to fire that fuck This is the halftime show with Omar Aduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Let's get ready to rumble, right? got to give a special happy birthday now this one's uh one of my favorites man um christian is turning three years old today and um as his uncle ono as he calls him is on radio it's only right we give him a shout out and wish him all the best he actually uh, walked me home <laughs> yeah a three-year-old walks me home i go to see his family and his friends and, and everything and i say hello said happy birthday everything and he actually walks me across the road he's my neighbor <laughs> So shout out to Christian. Love that boy. Okay, cool. So on here, what we've got is um, a couple of questions coming in. Um, a comment by Mustafa. In my opinion, all type of trackers, but it should be used more than more for guidance rather than actually relying on it. That's a fair point. The readings are never accurate as we would wish them to be. Fair play. And then we've also got um, Aura Ring. That's what it comes down to nowadays. Uh, well, listen, again, I haven't tried it, so I don't really know. But those who have tried it, please, please do drop a message and let me know. Does it work? Does it really regulate and show um, your sleep patterns and all that? I'm very interested to see what, what's good with that. Uh, Morad, Odegaard, back for good. Ramsdale in two. Um, yes, yes, those two. Oh, man, Arsenal just depressing me, boy. <laughs> those two are back in Arsenal. I have spent the most so far in the transfer window uh, on several players but again attracting the type of players they can only attract which is hopefully to get them back in 
contention of Europe again, let alone the league. Um, yes. And then uh, another comment here. Didn't know such thing existed. Well, listen, Tariq, you got to look into it, Skandar, man. It's a, it's a big deal. They've got a lot of things happening in there. Uh, right. Okay. So the halftime show has got its Pulse 95 radio. Fantasy Football League And a lot of people Normally drop me a message And say Oh my mom What should I do with my thing With my team The only difference with that is I'm not doing well <laughs> I've got I'm the type of person That's going to give you The best advice When it comes down to Fantasy Football And you will probably get The best results from it But I wouldn't do it And then in the end You go Ah oh, great shout And then it happens Like Bilal If you're watching You asked me the other day About Pogba and Fernandez, And I said Pogba one day is world class And one day is a six, six, seven out of ten, right? On the first day was world class. Let's see if we can keep it up. Southampton's a good team to play against to keep that consistency going. So I guess United against Southampton today will be interesting. Um, what have I done for uh, my team this week? Okay, right. So for my team this week, I've gone for a three-four-three in uh, Mendy in goal, Shaw, Tanganga, and Tsimikas from Liverpool because he's four million. Uh, four across the middle is going to be Lucas Moura, Mohamed Salah, Bruno Fernandes and Saka. And then the three up top is going to be Danny Ings, uh, Mikel Antonio and Thomas Werner. That's going to be my uh, my team. My subs are Raya, the Brentford keeper, Diop, the West Ham defender, Holgate, the Everton defender and Alan, the midfield defender. You can see i got budget options on there. But that's what my, my team is going to be. Now, for the people that actually did really well this week in the halftime show Pulse 95 Radio Fantasy Football League again Tashrik has killed it with the usual suspects being top he got 106 points from week one uh, on my fantasy football and he had Schmeichel in goal Shaw Alexander-Arnold Dini and Ailing, and then he had Dallas Madison Fernandez, and Salah he captained Salah and vice-captain Fernandez, and he had Ings and Antonio up front even his bench did well God, I hate people like that. They're so good, man. <laughs> the top five uh, in the halftime show, uh, Pulse 95 Radio Fantasy Football League, is Tashrik Muhammad, who, by the way, came on the show last year and told us how, how he did it. If you missed that show, check it out. He gave some good pointers there. Pranav Prasanna uh, was three points behind him. These guys have got major points. There's 106 and 103 points in first and second. Then you've got Aboud Day. 99 Ahmad Abdurrahman 98 Isa Basel 98 um, and Ahmad Deep at 96 so these guys have are doing big things big big things and they did really really well actually can't can't fault them today Liverpool and Burnley uh, kicked off two minutes ago at Anfield Aston Villa versus Newcastle Crystal Palace versus Brentford Leeds versus Everton Man City versus Norwich and then the late kickoff will be Brighton against Watford what have you done in your fantasy football that's going to be a differential like I know people would have definitely brought in Bruno Fernandes after last weekend Pogba's as well but have you done anything different in there to uh, to really switch it up let me know text me on 4215 at the or do the fixtures are there the fantasy football is there we're going to be doing this like once a week now because instead of me getting those questions head over to the YouTube channel and you get a chance to get your updates on there uh, Tarek saying Porto won the league with at the time a bunch of nobodies why can't Arsenal they need a right scout person and a good coach Omar bro come on <laughs> uh, listen I'd coach Arsenal for free but I don't know if, if Arteta would like me being there um, but yeah listen let's get behind them for now let's get behind the guys I mean obviously everyone else is enjoying it because they're going to be on All or Nothing the documentary that's on Amazon Prime I mean already it's entertaining they, they've got COVID 
backed out of a tour, lost their first game. Four of their senior players, or, or four of their players, three of them being seniors, all got COVID. I mean, it is, it is entertainment. That's all I have to say. Right, Mustafa, I know you're at the gym at the moment, so I'm going to keep the tunes coming for you. Manny, uh, Manny Norte, 4 a.m. featuring Six Black. Enjoy this. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire then. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yes, we are back and we are live on Pulse95 Radio in the heart of Sharjah. Shout out to everyone who is tuned in. Um, you know who you are. <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble. But yeah, thank you very much for connecting. And if you are just tuning in and you missed our show, don't worry. You can catch all of our episodes on podcasts, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Or if you prefer a visual, head over to the YouTube channel. Check out the Pulse95 Radio channel. And the Halftime Show is over there with some fantastic guests coming. Some wicked topics um, on uh, health, fitness, football, sports. You name it, we got you back. All right, cool. So... Um, earlier in the show, we spoke about the first uh, NFL Muslim coach to really set the trail for a lot of these people now, uh, especially, you know, when you when you judge an ability, that is just amazing to be able to see the opportunities that not just this person is getting, but the doors they are opening for several coaches who are investing time and energy and, and, and money on learning and growing. Um, you know, and they'll be based on their qualities rather than where they're from or what color skin they are. So that's going to be amazing. I'm very, very proud of uh, Robert Saleh to be the first Muslim head coach in the NFL. Then we spoke about can a ring be the tool that helps you get that little X factor when it comes down to your health and fitness goals? That is that's something else. That's that's really something I'm kind of intrigued on. I know Omnia Saleh, you dropped some uh, some uh, you know knowledge on that and actually saying it's a better tracker than even the heart rate monitors, which I found even more intriguing when it comes down to like you know a technology expert like Omnia and Hani who really know their stuff. Um, and then we also spoke about the halftime show Pulse 95 Radio League Fantasy Football League. Again, I told you when it comes down to advice, I'm best person giving it, but do I take my own advice? Not really. And that's why with Liverpool and Burnley just. And I was actually trying to see what the score was. I think it's still nil-nil at Anfield. Let's just double-check that now. Yep, 10 minutes gone. Um, but who have you captained? Have you got any differentials? Are you taking risks on Pep Guardiola's roulette that he keeps rotating, man? He'd be killing our fantasy. I'm telling you, he plays fantasy football. Or, or at least his family. Someone, someone in the Guardiola family plays fantasy football and they know they just know that he's not going to play the certain players we play. I haven't got one Manchester City player in my team and they're favourites to win the league that, that just tells you where I'm at you know I, I, I just don't know I have no idea who he's going to play when he's going to play them so I can't just stay away from them however Liverpool on the other hand I don't know. Mohamed Salah is definitely someone that everyone's got in their team at the moment, unless you're a United fan. And Bruno Fernandes is probably someone that everyone's got, you know, unless you're a Liverpool fan. So so you've got to have those two who are 12 million plus. And then someone was saying to me now, what kind of differentials did you have? I actually went with Lucas Moura. I went with Lucas Moura because I had Son last week and he did really well for me, but I couldn't afford to have Son, Bruno Fernandes, and Mohamed Salah there. So I, I downgraded to Lucas Moura, but I just feel he's he's a baller. He's a baller. And hopefully, Nuno, uh, 
Nuno uh, Santo actually does give him the game time that he deserves. And then regarding defense, you know, it's anyone's game, to be honest. And the other differential I went for, by the way, which again, I could be so wrong here, but this is not something I actually gave advice for. This is actually something that I took on board. I went with Werner. I know you're laughing. <laughs> I know you're like, he couldn't hit a bando with a banjo, but, but I actually went for Thomas Werner. Um, and uh, Timo Werner, sorry. And the reason why I went for Timo Werner is because if Lukaku does play, and what a game to come in on. I mean, you're playing against an Arsenal defence that's going to be shaky. I mean, they lost to Brentford 2-0 and now they're going to face Chelsea, the Champions League winners and Super Cup winners. For Lukaku to come in now, he obviously takes a lot of attention and diversion from the attack to be able to be a centre point where there's a target there. The ball gets um, fed into him and there's runners around him and there's plenty of pace and movement around him. When you're thinking of all the players that could be working around him, you've got Kai Havertz, Mason Mount, Hudson Adoy, Ziyech is back in training, Tom, uh, Timo Werner, you know, Kovacic, Kante. I mean, it's it, it's it it looks like a recipe that you know Thomas Tuchel has got the right mix now, and and looking at those type of players that he's got at his disposal, I mean, I'm not surprised that some people have them, you know, as winners of the Premier League this year. Uh, will it turn out that way? I don't know, but right now, looking at the way that the, this league is going, it's fire, and there's still how long? There's still what ten days until the transfer window shut so there might still be one or two movements happening to those clubs to to kind of to kind of switch it up a bit um who would you sign for who would you sign if you were the premier league clubs who would i sign I, i'll tell you one thing i think i know where that question is going from i would actually raid barcelona real madrid and PSG. I would raid those teams. And the reason why I would raid those teams is because right now with the wage bill and the financial crisis these teams are going for, I would look at those three teams and maybe even Inter Milan because it's been well well covered that all these teams right now are struggling f with financial fair play and with with their wage bill. So I would go into maybe not the initial starters, maybe not the initial teams, but the second teams, I would go into those and I would look and see where I can kind of poach one or two players that they need to get off their wage bill. So we've heard about Coutinho obviously being there. We've heard about Dembele's injury, uh, you know, he's injury prone to getting injured. Those type of players. Then you look at Inter Milan, they got some really good footballers there as well. And with losing their manager and losing Lukaku, it's time to kind of raid in. Real Madrid again. Letting Odegaard go to Arsenal, I don't think was something that they necessarily wanted to do, but they needed to do. And by letting him go now, they've got a few funds. And with these players lurking, which you've got to realize that Mbappe is going to be free in a year, Haaland will be available, Cristiano Ronaldo will be available. All these players that are sought out for, there will be movements. And if there's movements, that means these teams need to free up funds now to get themselves ready for it. So that's where I kind of lie on that kind of front where I'm looking at these teams and thinking that's probably where I would, you know, pick one or two players. And right now, the Premier League is the league to be at. You know, the top 10 teams all, all are financially solid and they have a lot. I mean, when you're seeing Aston Villa spending the money they're spending, you know, that is that shows you Everton, again, with getting Rafa Benitez in, you know what comes with it. There's a lot of these factors here that are really, really standing out. And so that's why... With PSG, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Inter Milan, Juventus having to free up space to try and make those big signings like your Haaland's and your Mbappe's, I wouldn't be surprised. You saw Lewandowski say yesterday he needs a challenge. 
you know these are these are things that you you know you got to bear in mind so i think with the coaches and i think with the clubs now especially the owners they got their eyes on the big prize and that means that by attracting players like for example now with you know with Grealish going to city everyone assumes kane will go to city as well but i wouldn't be surprised and i said this a year ago i wouldn't be surprised if harry kane actually goes to united now people would say cavani's just signed and they've just signed sancho well, if it's not Harry Kane, it's Haaland. And I think they'll be definitely, definitely trying to, to take one or two of those people to complete the puzzle. Do I think that's the position they need? No, I think I believe they personally need a, a central defensive midfielder. Someone that's going to be able to hold uh, the midfield and let Bruno and Pogba do their thing. Who, um, who do I think could be there? I'm surprised a lot of people have kind of gone quiet on Idrissa Gay. I don't know if you remember him playing in the Premier League, but Idrissa Gay was a fantastic ball winner. Normally his stats matched, if not bettered, uh, N'Golo Kante. So Idrissa Gay is an obvious choice. Considering that we said earlier, you know, PSG need to free up their midfield and with bringing Gigi Wijnaldum in and Verratti in the middle, there's hardly going to be space for him with Paredes also lurking in the background and Herrera lurking in the background. So again, you see the type of players I'm mentioning could do great to kind of block those, those one-piece puzzle moves that these these big teams need. So for me, you'll be Idrissa Gay. You'll also heard people like talking about Wilfred and Didi as well, or even Basuma at Brighton. Those are the three that I would look at and say would be very, very good fits for United, not just for their own personal ability, but also for the fact that they will improve a whole squad. We have reached full time on the halftime show. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have, and I've had a great time with you guys. Episode 298 is coming to an end, but I'm going to send you all the love, all the blessings. Have a fantastic Saturday, and I will see you on Monday, same place, same time, on the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.